Amen. 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 Now, last week we concluded the teaching on the Church of Ephesians of the Ephesian Church, and we looked at the the weakness of the church last week. If you remember that last two weeks we looked at the introdu the introductory part and the and the strength of the church, but today we will be looking at the second church, which is the church of Simna. Simna. Yes, Simna. That is the church we are looking at today, and our test is taken from the book of uh, Revelation two. We are reading 8 to 11. Revelation 2, 8 to 11. Revelation 2, 8 to 11. If you are there, you can read. Sinna. Sinna, right. This is the first and the last who was dead and came to life. I know your works, tribulation and poverty, but you are rich, and I know who, and I know the doctrine of those who say they are Jews and not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Don't fear any of those things which you are about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to show some of you into you, that you may be tested that you have tribulation. Ten days be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. He who has an elected here, what the church uses to the church, he who overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. Amen. Now, no, today, looking at this church, is one of the, is one of the churches that God hardly could point out anything that is more like weakness like we have for the evictors so you know the the bible talks about them that the that it knocks their works he sees everything they are doing and all of that so but i want us to go to the introduction for us to have better understanding and we'll come back to the test Introduction. In our last study, we looked at the strength, weakness, and God's admonition to the church at Ephesus. Today, we shall look at the second church, which is the church at Simna. That is, the second church, Jesus had nothing bad to say about this church, but he had a message for them. Simna still exists today, and it is called in Ismir in Turkey. That is, this church is still in existence even up till today. Turkey, that is now today a more of Muslim country, it used to be a Christian country 
Mm. You understand? It used to be a Christian country. It was one of the one of the the country, one of the places where Paul visited. You understand? No, is it that Paul visited? No, where Paul was giving birth to, you know, Paul and Celestia. That is um, what is this? Uh, Tarsus. Paul of Tarsus, a city in Cilicia. That place also is in Turkey. But today now, we have it as a more of Muslim, as more of Muslim country. So, it still exists today and it's still there. The city of Simna, as far as culture and history is concerned, was one of the largest and wealthiest cities in the Mediterranean. It was a port city, which was beautiful in its appearance, but idol worship was prevalent throughout Simna. Now, this city happens to be a very big city, a beautiful city, you know, a wealthy city. It has everything, just like in Babylon. Babylon those days, it used to be a very great city. It has more of a city of a, a, a wealthy city that has everything. People come there to trade. People come there to, uh, to, to trade and to do businesses. So there, there, there is a lot of money. But today, we, do, we no longer have Babylon. It's into existence because of the work of sin. Because of their... No, it's a, it has gone into extinction because of their evil deeds. You understand? And you see Bible even in the book of Revelation describing Babylon as an alert, as, as, a, as a city that is full of evil. And that is who they are. So, you know, but on the, but for, for Simna, for Simna Church, who they too they have money they have wealth they have everything but there is something that spoils this city and that is idol worshiping they worship idols in those in those periods they worship idols they worship idols so much that even the church could not trade they could not do their business the way they ought to do it and as a result they had the, the church was poor the people could not do their businesses because you have to pay dance to their tune you know when idol worshiping you have to bow you have to do all manners of sacrifices for you to you know like we have in our days now that they will say if you can if you can't beat them you join them but they would never do that for christ's sake for the sake of christ they, 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 they refuse to be part of it. They refuse to do something of that nature. So, you know, it really tell on the church. <clears throat> but if I go on, you will, you, you will see. The church endured sufferings and suffered hardships. And despite the wealth in the city, the church was very poor. Can you imagine? Despite, you know, despite the wealth of the city, Despite the, the riches, despite the, the, the buying and selling, the trade, even people from other places want to believe they will also come, they will also want to come, people will want to come and invest in them, people, opportunities are bound. 
opportunities about, but that singular act of idol worshiping, it destroys, it destroys everything. And as a result, the church of God was poor because they have said they are going to be living for Christ and for Christ alone. They refuse to be part of idol worshiping. They refuse to be part of idol worshiping, and that is how it should be. I remember our three, four, five years, the first three, four, five years in the Wogia, you know, it, more, it was almost something like this. That it got to a time the church there was almost begging the idol's worshiper. Even as a result of that, many of them could not even could no longer bear the suffering. They were like joining the idol worshippers so that they can also get something to themselves. But glory be to God, when we got there, the Lord helped us, we were able to preach the word of God to them. We were able to let them see how God can also be of help, you know. And then the men of them turned, men of them turned to Jesus, men of them said, no, as from today, we no longer worship idols, we no longer do this. So we still have something of this nature in these days, you understand? But no matter what, just like this church, the church of Simna, just like them, God is also expecting from us as believers, no matter what. And that is what is also going on in our place of work. We see people that we are earning the same salary. We are collecting the same the same salary together. As in, I'm earning hundred thousand. It's only earning hundred thousand. Another person is only hundred thousand. Just like that. But you see many of them doing several things. You do you understand what I'm saying? Doing several things that uh, that the hundred thousand will not have naturally gotten for them. You understand? But if you now want to find out, you now see all manners of corners they are cutting. So what are you going to do as a Christian? Are we to join them or just stay? So you know, to, to them, if you now look as if they are very rich, if you look as if they are very wealthy, and that you you are poor. But if it is to if if that is going to give glory to God, I think it's good and it's okay. It's good and it's okay, just like the church has seen now. You know, they never because of their of their lack, because of their hardship, because of their suffering, they never because of that join themselves to the city. And that's why God can testify to, to their works. See, the tribulation that the church experienced then was the result of our works, especially our preaching of the gospel. Believers as Simna found it difficult to keep their businesses because they serve the risen Savior and refused to acknowledge the gods of Rome. This was the reason for our poverty, you know, because they refused to serve their own idols. So it is not everything that goes that goes on in our own office to that we too will join to. You know, like you always share with me, those people that we put their their boss money, buy all manners of food, that naturally their salary will not have afforded them. You understand that their salary will not have afforded them 
you know they 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 put it they they they, they spend it anyhow and if if somebody else who is any same amount of salary with them comes into the office and see you know some will even be jealous some will even want to ah tomorrow me too i will show myself or not to them that they, what they are doing is something that is wrong and you see it's, it's also affects many homes you see many wives will tell their husband, ah, don't you see Mr. Lagbaja, is it not the same place you people are working? Don't you see, is it not the same place, is it not the same salary you are collecting? How is he doing that? But many of them, they are cutting corners. So, you know, we just have to identify ourselves with Christ. However, Jesus said he is the one who died and came to life. The ultimate truth he wanted the church to know is that since Christ died and was raised, they can be sure that if they die, they also will be raised from the dead and they will not suffer the second death. Now, this is the, this is the, the, the good news for every believer. No matter what we are going through, even at the moment, no matter how difficult things may be, if only we will hold on to God, if only we will hold on to Christ, if only we will continue to put our trust in Jesus, you know, when He comes, he will, we, will, we, will, we will reign with Him in His Father's kingdom. See, forget, you know, it says, it says, yes, we may be poor in this, in, in, in the, in, on this earth, but we are we, we we have so much riches with god with christ jesus we are rich in christ we are rich in christ jesus no bible is saying even though they are dead in this on this earth if if, if we should die in this sufferness in this poverty but if we hold on to jesus christ that if we hold on to jesus christ that we will reign with Jesus Christ. We will reign with Him. We will reign with Jesus Christ, and then we will, we will reign with Him eternally. And you know, do you know something that when we reign, when we go into, the, if we make God's kingdom, if we make heaven, there in heaven there is no suffering, there is no hardship, there is nothing like somebody is poor. You know, even. Lazarus, why he was here on that? He was so poor, so so poor to the point that he eats under the table of the rich man. But once, I mean, but the moment they died, what happened? He was at the bosom of Father Abraham, and even the rich man here on that was helpless. Was helpless. He was a rich man that could afford. How many pack of bottled water here or not? He was saying, Father Abraham, can you please help me tell us to just put to put his hand to put his hand inside the water, his finger inside the water and let the drop just fall on his tongue. That is to tell you how 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 how, how that place looked like. So God will help us. But what God was trying to, what Christ was making them to understand here is that they should not be mindful of everything they are going through right now. They should just hold on to the very end. If they hold on to the very end, they will reign with Christ Jesus. They will reign with Christ Jesus. Say so the first death may be at the 
at the hands of persecutors, but they will be raised by God and we never face the final judgment, the second death. You know, there's what we, you hope you know that there is second death. We have first death and we have second death. The first death is the one that all human will we, we just die, the natural death. You understand? But the second death is, is, is for those that do not receive Christ as their Lord and personal Savior. You know, when they died, when they die, they will not have the opportunity of 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 resurrecting with jesus they will not have the privilege of being alive again they will be dead forever but for as many that that has jesus and add on to jesus till the very end such people will reign with christ they will raise up again they will be partaker of the 1000 reign the, the millennial reign they will be part of it they will also be in the kingdom of god forever and ever but if someone refuses to 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 hold on to jesus such person will not make heaven and such person we partake in the second death. We will not be part of that in Jesus' name. Amen. The strength of the church. The strength of the church. Now, that is what we want to look at now. The church in Simna, the second, the second on the list of the churches, letters were written to other strengths. Their first strength is their work overall. All of their work, their work is their first strength. Can we open our Bible to the book of uh, First Thessalonians 1 3? First Thessalonians 1 3. Works. You know, see all those things they endured. They endured so many things. Yeah. 1 3. Okay, let me take this um, version. See, we never forget your loving deeds as we talk to our God and Father about you and your strong faith. That is their first work that we are taught. Their strong faith. Yeah, 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 good. So, you know, like I was saying, that their first work that God saw was their strong faith. And their strong faith was on God. So, we too, as believers these days, God is expecting us to exercise strong faith. Strong faith even in a season like this. It is not it was not easy for them to be in the midst of of such city where they can actually invest. They can actually carry out their day-to-day -day activities. They can they can do business and make money. But yet they were denied because they refuse to worship idols because they refuse to walk in their own ways 
So as a result, the church was poor. And the second thing mentioned here, steady looking forward to the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wow. They are steady. They, you know, they, they, they were steady looking forward to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's, it was another work they exercised. In our own days today, how are we? How are we waiting on God? How are we waiting for the return of our Lord Jesus Christ? These ones, they waited on God. They were looking forward to His coming. But these days, what do we have? Everybody is all out to make money. Not minding whether Jesus is coming back or not. But this was the things they held on to. It was not easy. Now, the second thing also, they suffer tribulation for the sake of the gospel. They suffer tribulation for the sake of the gospel. Now, ministry is not all about bread and butter or serving Jesus. It's not all about bread and butter. It entails a lot. And that's why Jesus said, if your fathers were persecuted, even Jesus himself, they hated him. That we will not, our own case will not be an exception. There is no how we are also going to escape tribulation. There is no how we are also going to escape these troubles on every side. Even Apostle Paul was troubled on every side. He was powerless. He was dismayed. And a lot of things, he was beaten. So there is no how we will not face persecution. So the church also faced, you know, they suffered tribulation so much. Let us read Romans 8, 35 to 39. Even with that, they never because of that. These people, they must be a sound follower of Christ. They must be sound Christians. They, they really knew the God they were serving. Romans 8, 35 to 39. Romans 8. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? That tribulation or distress, nor persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or fear, or sword, as it is written, for your sake we were killed all day long. According, we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in this we have more than conquered through him who loved us. Hallelujah. For I am persuaded neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor power nor things present or things to come nor eyes or death or any other created things shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen. You know, I, I like that particular. I don't know. Let me see. Is it 36 now? Is it as this? Help me with that as this again. As it is written, for your safety, I keep all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Amen. Amen. Now, these people, they, they really understood God. 
and they knew that that is coming for them. Now, that is why you will see in that first Thessalonians chapter three verse and chapter one verse three that we read two things that were so major in the things that God talked about their works, their sturdy faith, and their sturdy looking up for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, they, they really believe in the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's why they are saying that even though Apostle Paul is saying here that nothing will separate us from the love of the Father. He says, shall it be tribulation? He says, we are like, 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 like a goat, like, like a lamb going to be slaughtered. He said, but they are looking forward to, to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, they, they are they are they are looking for they are they are they are they are how will I put it now where they have their confidence their confidence is in the return of our Lord Jesus Christ they had an understanding that in quarter one shay and one need Jay Yagbe you understand they had an understanding that all of this will end year or not and that they will have a new life in Christ Jesus. That they will have, they, they, they will have a, a, a new life. Life of, of, of wealth. She, she, is it wealth that we have here or not? It's not wealth too. The wealth, Bible, you know, in the book of Revelation, we are meant to understand that, that the, the, the streets of, of heavens is decorated with gold. Everywhere is gold, silver, bronze. Is everywhere is shining, everywhere is glittering, is glittering. It's not like the one we have here. See, there is no there is no wet on this earth that can ever be compared to the to, 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 to the resources or to the wet of God in any way. Even the wet that the heart is even rejoicing. Who has given to us? Who has who, who, who created everything we are even enjoying? Who, who, who gave us the privilege to even enjoy everything? It's God. So how much more? In the book of, I think, Psalm 50, God was saying, He says, He says, I, I am, I have, uh, I have ships on, on the, on, on the east of, of one, one thousand years. That if he, if we were hungry, He will go get them. He is the one that owns the ships. On one thousand is, is the one that runs everything. So he, he, if if God can allow men to be rich here or not, how much more God? He has everything. He is the one that runs everything. So these people, they they their constant expectation is that Jesus is coming to take them, and that should be our expectation, even in the midst of tribulation, in the midst of suffering, in the midst of hardship. Our expectation should be that God, Jesus is coming for us. And that when he comes, all of this will end. Hallelujah. Everything will end. Everything will end. Number three, though, though poor, but rich in Christ. They were poor, but they, are, they were rich in Christ. Is that has Jesus. He has everything. Whoever have Jesus in his life has everything. So you know, 
Believers at Simna found it difficult to keep their businesses because they gloried in a risen Savior and refused to acknowledge the gods of Rome. 2 Corinthians 16. 2 Corinthians 16. Why are you open to Ephesians 1 3? You can read if you are. Hallelujah. What that place is saying, that is even one of the places I'm studying at the moment. Though they may be poor, but yet they they are they were going everywhere to make people rich. Rich in what? In the knowledge of God. They were poor. But they were going, making people rich in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 1 3. How we praise God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every blessing in heaven because we belong to Christ. Hallelujah. That is it. They, they had an understanding that they belong to Jesus Christ. The, the idols of the Romans cannot own these people, could not own them. They do not belong to idols, but they belong to Christ Jesus. They belong to Christ Jesus. Amen. Number four, they remain steadfast in, in spite of the blasphemy, slander, and persecution from the Jews. They remain steadfast. They remain steadfast. Let us read Matthew 5, 11 and 12. Matthew 5, 11 and 12. 11. 5. I mean, 5, 11 and 12. They reveal and persecute you. You say all kinds of evil against you possibly for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad. For great is your reward in heaven for so they persecute the prophets who were before you. Amen. Amen. No even in the face of persecution, they remain steadfast. And that is why you will see Apostle Paul saying, I think in, in that Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse, you know, is it chapter 10? He was saying that he was perplexed. He was beaten. A lot happened to him, but he never, because of that, refrained from following Christ. Or, you know, when he was at Jerusalem, he was beaten. He was taken to, to Rome. He was taken from one prison to another. But you will still see Paul eh, going about, even from the prison, he was still writing letter to send to the churches. In the face of persecution, he never gave up. He was steadfast. That's what God is saying to us too, that in everything we are going through at the moment, nothing should separate us from the love of God. 
Nothing should make us go back from following Christ. Nothing should make us to say we, we, we are tired of following Jesus. We should do all to ensure we are following Jesus. We must be steadfast. We must be steadfast. Amen. Now, be admonition and action plan. Do not fear. Jesus literally admonished them to fear nothing, no matter how small or how severe the suffering or persecution. No, Isaiah was saying, he says, we should not be afraid. We should not fear anything. That is what that is one of the strengths the church has seen now that they they, 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 they had. They were not fearful of hardship. They were not fearful of, of tribulation. They were not they were not fearful of all that happened to them. You know, and that's why God is also beckoning on us this evening that we should not be afraid of anything. Yes, there will be tribulation. Even at this time of COVID-19, we should not be afraid. And one thing that will make us to get to this point of not, of not being afraid, it is when we are like those people that were really expecting the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. We must, we must get to the point that we know whom we believed. We must get to a point where we know whom we are serving. We know whom we are, we are following. If we get to that point, we will have nothing to be afraid of. Amen. You know, is it, um, is it, okay, Job, he was saying, Even though I am about to die, I will not deny God. The wife woman came and told him, Job, hmm, why not deny this God and leave? He said, even though I am about to die, I will not deny God. We must, we must get to that point. If we get to that point, it shows that we know whom we are serving. And at that, at that instance, we will not be afraid of anything. Let us read, let us just read uh, Isaiah 41.10. Isaiah 41.10. Isaiah 41 Amen. That is God telling us that we should not be afraid of anything. We should not be fearful. Now, number two, they will be tested by the devil. Who will throw? Which point is that? This one we ask admonition. Uh, now number two they will be tested by the devil who will throw them in prison they should not fear now you know devil will throw many into the prison but God is saying we should not fear even we will be tested we should not be afraid that is why I like the three Hebrews in the, in the book of Daniel in the book of Daniel I like the Hebrews in the book of Daniel. They were like the, the you know the the, the, the king put uh, he, he erected gods and he asked the three of them to come and he asked the three of them to 
He asked the three of them to come and bow before the idols. And they said, ah, O king, we will not bow for your idol. We will not bow unto, bow unto your idol. And the king was now told them that if they refuse to bow, that he will throw them into the furnace of fire. They said, O oh God, we, we, we will not bow for we will not bow, bow unto any idol. Our God whom we serve will deliver us. Even though he did not deliver us, we will not still bow. We will not still bow. But what happens to them at the end of the day? Did God come for them? Yes. God came for them and he delivered them. They were tested, but they never disappointed God. We receive, I, I receive grace for us today. Grace not to, to, to disappoint God when we have been tested in Jesus' name. You know, they were thrown into the furnace of fire, but yet they never, because of that, denied Jesus. They never, because of that, denied God. So we should hold on to God. Luke 21 12. Luke 21 12. But before all these things, they will lay their hands on you and persecute you, leaving you up to the synagogue and prison. You will be brought before the king's anger for my name's sake. Amen. That is God telling us, making us to understand that we will be persecuted. We will. Even Jesus said, He says, In the world, you will have tribulations, but be of good share because I have overcome. Since now, I'm reading 2 Corinthians 12 10. Since I know it is all for Christ's good, I am quite happy about the tongue and about insults and hardship persecutions and difficulties when i am weak then i am strong the less i have the more i depend on him amen this is paul talking you know what is actually saying here is that even if he is being persecuted for the sake of christ it it gladdens his heart it makes him happy he said he said the less he has the more it depends on God. So, we will be persecuted and we will be tested. They will be persecuted for 10 days. Now, it was written in that Revelation 2.9. Is it 2.9? It was written, I think 2.9. That, or no, 2.9 or so, that they will be persecuted for 10 days. I want us to read the uh, First Peter 3. First Peter 3. And you read 13 to 16. And who is you who will harm you if you become follower of what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness, you are blessed and do not be afraid of their threats, nor be troubled. But sanctify the Lord God in your heart and always be ready to. Give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear, having a good conscience that when they defame you as evildoers, those who reveal 
your good conduct in Christ will be assured. Amen. No, this just it took it a little bit higher. Still talking about we that when we are being persecuted, that we should hope in God. We should hope in God. Now this one, I'll take it for that. You know, people will not be surprised. Like the like the Church of Simna, I want to believe that they will even be surprised at what they were doing. Some would have even come to ask them question. But Apostle Paul, I mean Peter, was now saying here that even when they ask, ask, ask with a good conscience, ask with answer them in in an apologetic way. In a way that they won't be offended, such that they, you know, that alone can even bring them can bring them to Christ Jesus. Amen. Number four, they were to remain faithful unto death, so that they will get the crown of life. That is the point. That is the point of it all. Let me help me open to Revelation, Revelation two. We are reading 9 and 10. Now, it's saying they are to endure. They are to remain faithful till the very end. I know your works, tribulation and poverty, but you are rich and I know the blasphemy of those who say that they are Jews and not, but are in synagogue of Satan. Do not fear any of these things which you are about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw you to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested and you will have tribulation 10 days be faithful until death and give it the crown of life amen so that they should be faithful till death we too why waiting for christ to come let us be faithful till the very end Hi. it is those that are faithful till the very end that will receive the crown of life it is those that 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 wait on God that are faithful to God to the very end that will receive the crown of life. I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Conclusion: No matter the persecution and tribulation that you face, remain faithful till the end, so that you can receive the crown of life. So God is admonishing us to remain faithful till the very end. That we will remain faithful to the very end. I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. Any question? So this evening, we are looking at the letter written to the church, to the church of Pagamos. So we are taking our test from the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 2. We are reading verses 12 verses 12 to 17. Revelation 12. No, Revelation 2. 12 to Revelation 2. 12 to 17. Revelation so I read from King James. It says, And to the angel of the church in Pagamos, write this thing, saith he, which has the sharp sword with two edges. I know thy works, 
and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seat is, and thou odest fast my name, and hast not denied my faith, even in those days wherein Atipas was my faithful Mattia, who was slain among you, where Satan dwells. But I have a few things against thee, because thou hast dear them that owe the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things sacrificed unto idols, and to commit fornication. So as thou also them that owe the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which things I hate, repent, or else I come unto thee quickly, and we fight against them with the sword of my, of my mouth. He, has, he that has ye and hear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to heat of the hidden manner, and we give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knows. Saving he that receiveth it. Amen. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. Now, last week we looked at the church at Smyrna, and today we are looking at the church of Pagamos. Now, reading from, from this text, we see a whole lot of things. You know, we, we see a lot of things. This church is in Asian. You understand? And you can also see about them, they have something similar to this minor church, which where they are also, where they are, where they are dwelling, where the church is being situated. It's also a place that is full of, is, is full of idolatry. You know the doctrine. I hope you still remember the doctrine of Nicolaitans, yeah. that we talked about at the church, uh, the, the church, the church, uh, the church of Ephesus. You understand? You know we talked about Nicolaitans. So the people in that city, they are full of immorality, coupled with idolatry. You understand? Couple with idolatry and sexual immorality, and even allowing the doctrine of Balak. Do you remember the doctrine of Balaam? The doctrine of Balaam, you remember that Balaam, I think in the book of Numbers, where Balak called on the Balaam to come and curse the children of Israelites, and that he was unable to curse. To cause the children of Israelites, because he himself said it. He said, "Who can cause who the Lord has blessed?" You know, he said, "Yes, I want to cause, but I can't cause. I can't cause because these ones, the Lord have set His eyes upon them, and they are they, they are they are set of people that no no nobody." Could come and just treat them like a trash. The children of Israelite, there were, there were more of apples in the eyes of the Lord. 
So, you know, you will also remember when Balaam was rounding off because he could not cause the children of Israelites. He now told Balak, he said, Balak should come, that he is going to tell him what he's going to do to make the children of Israelites to fall. Because until they commit sin, before they can be caused. And it was a secret that Balaam knows about. Balaam knows that in as much these people are in God's presence, that they are doing the things of the Lord, he knows that no man can cause them. But you know, God hates iniquity. God cannot behold sin. So he now said, he told Balak that when Balak come, that he will tell Balak what to do. I'm only, you know, that is to tell you the kind of place. The, the, the church is situated where the church is. You, you, you get it now. Though the Lord talked about them, that he knows their works. You know, that he knows their works. He see what they are doing. So the work, I will also still put it as overall work. They are, they are, they are, they are, they are love for God. Their faithfulness. You understand? Their faithfulness. Some, some of them were not permitting those immorality to take them away from God. Their, steadfast, their steadfastness. Their unmovable way of life. God said he knows. They have faith in God. You know? So, let, let us go to the introduction for proper understanding. In our last two studies, Jesus revealed the position of the Asian churches to them and to us for instruction and correction. This time, we are looking at the next letter written to the church at Pergamum also called Pagamos. Pagamon was a city of Asia, a Roman province. The city of Pagamon had a long history of strange religion, religious practice. It, it housed the Satan throne. You know, we also read it, Revelation 2.13, mm -hmm. with the pagan temples coupled with the um, Emperor, coupled with the emperor worship, you know, the, 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 the temple of Satan was in the midst of the city. Coupled with the emperor worship, you know, they worship the emperor. You know, in Roman, the emperor is so superior to that whenever it's coming, everybody will the emperor, you know. Hey, to the emperor, you know, the, the, the emperor was more like a god. If you remember in history, when the, the other film, we, we, that epic uh, uh, historical film we watched, you know, that film, you know, you saw in, in that film that there was a time that the emperor, the king, the, 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 the emperor in Rome, that he brought, they brought a status. They wanted to erect it. And that there was uproar. You understand that people were like, "No, we will not allow. We will, we will not allow this to happen." All of that. But you know what I'm saying? In essence, is that you know the the kind of the kind of reference they they give to their emperor is 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 such a one that 
is is so powerful. So and you if, you, if you also remember when they were to persecute Jesus, and they say ah he called himself king of the Jews, and you know the the the, the emperor the the king he was he was so furious, he was like why where where comment another king and you know he was he was agitating he was he was he was dead and you know he he, he bible said he tore his clothes oh fashion yeah he turned his clothes he turned his clothes and you know he was like ah, ah, are you have you come to overthrow me and all of that because they do not understand the kingship of jesus christ so you know, so that is. I'm only trying to to buttress the their their reference to their emperor, mm-hmm. and the emperor is also in the midst of that city. So now tell me, how is it going to be for them to preach about Christ, the Christ that these same people persecuted, that their fathers persecuted, the same people that. They, that that they were making scorn of Jesus, that they were making jest of Jesus. Oh, King of Jews, come down if you can save yourself. That you know how will they now still come and still talk to these people about the same Jesus, even in that situation. So you know it, it, it takes a, a a serious diligence. For, it takes God's grace for them. You understand? So. Well, let, let me see where I stopped. And uh, okay, the Christians in Pergamum were surrounded by a culture of idolatry. The Christians in this city were tempted to compromise in their faith in order to enjoy the benefit of Roman citizenship. Because there will also be look at the ones we the, the church of Smyrna we 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 learned about last week. You know, they were unable to do their business because they refused to partake in the things that they were doing. But here are these ones. They also refused to be part of their idolatry because if they partake in their idolatry, they will see them as part of them and whatever they are enjoying as citizens of Rome, you understand? They also will enjoy, but for the sake of Jesus, they refuse to enjoy the benefit that comes from idolatry. And that is what God is also expecting from every one of us. You know, we cannot have our cake. We cannot eat our cake and have it. It's not possible. You can't say you cannot serve God and mammon. Mammon. There's no way you can serve Jesus and still serve Mammon. Bible says, what relationship is between Belia and, and, and children of God? What, what is the correlation? There is, there is nothing bringing them together. You, you get it now. So, you now these people, it was not easy for them. They, so they were not enjoying the benefit that comes to the citizens of, of the city. For those that were part of them, they were enjoying it. So it was it was not a funny experience. We can read it today and talk about it. But for them, they went through a lot. The church, the, the choice facing the church was remaining faithful. 
Now they have choice either to remain faithful or suffering the cultural and economic consequences or okay now let me take this again the choice facing the church was remaining faithful and suffering the cultural economic consequences or compromising their faith in order to work and prosper so do you now see now for them to prosper for them to enjoy they have to be part of them but they have choice but they chose many of them chose to abide with the lord many of them chose to be faithful to remain steadfast you understand they 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 they, they went through a lot they went through a lot so we we just have to trust god for our for 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 our own lives too as christians what is it that we are going through that we now felt we need to compromise do you know that during this COVID-19, it's possible for many to have compromised. I want to even believe that some would have compromised their faith as a result of this COVID-19. Because during the longer strike, as in that the lockdown inflicted on men, many will not mind where the food will come from they will rather take the food and deny Jesus in as much their tummy will be, will be filled. You get? So, but for these ones, they chose to follow Jesus. Just like we read in that book of Romans, that what shall separate me from the love of God? This one, they never allowed anything to separate them from the love of God. So we must get to that point that we will not allow anything to separate us from the love of God. No matter what, not even the culture of our city, not the things that they are doing wrong in our city, not the idolatry that they are, they are, they are, they are practicing. Bible says, whoever lays his hand upon a plow, now looking back, he says, such person is not fit for the kingdom of God. So what God is telling us is that, we need to forge ahead. We need to keep moving. We need to keep believing in. We need to, to keep following Jesus, even in the face of challenges. Do we get it now? Amen. Amen. We are going into, you know, we, 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 we are looking at the strength of the church. The strength of this church is what we want to look at. We want to look at the strength of this church. And the first thing we are looking at, let's see Revelation. Are you there? Revelation 2, 13. Can we read it? I know thy works. Mm. And when thou dwellest, even where Satan sits, and thou holdest fast many name, my name, and hast not denied my faith, even in those days where Antipas was my faithful retire, who was slain among you where Satan dwelleth. Amen. You know, Bible was saying that many of them, many, I mean, them, he said, many of them, that I know thy works, using King James, and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seat is, and thou holdest fast thy name. Let me, let me use that version again for that particular sentence. 
and you hold fast to my name and you hold fast to my name you know they they held so fast to the name of the lord yet you remain true to my name even in the midst of all of that they still remain faithful they they you know they still uphold the name of the lord and yet you have remained loyal to me and you have remained do you know what it means to be loyal to god or let me even say do you know what it means to be loyal to somebody that it means that you have so much confidence in that person you have so much confidence in that person you believe that person you believe the report of that person if that person is saying this thing is black you believe that that thing is black that was what these people head on to they know that god is god and that he is faithful and that he is the one that is coming to take them back home and you know they also i want to believe that they also had the understanding that whoever commits sin is liable to be dead spiritual death and even when they die physically they have no hope they have no hope of eternal life they have nowhere they are going to so this once they knew that jesus is the way that no one coming to the father except through jesus and even in the midst of that do you know what it means they, do you know many benefits all the benefits that they would have denied them of. They would have denied them of so many things. Take for instance, in, say in Lagos State now that they want to employ. And here are Christians, here are believers who also are trusting God for good job. And government said, okay, now we want to employ 1,000 people. And believers, have everything that it takes to get that job but they now put a clause that only the people that will bow to fashola i mean to who is there now Sonwolu, that it is only the people that bow to the to the present governor that will get the job do you know that that alone could make some believers who have been at home trusting God for a job for several years that singular act could make some to deny their faith is that not true mm -hmm. but yet this was even in the midst of what they, they were going through in the midst of all that they went through they said no they head fast they were loyal to, to, to the name of the Lord. They were loyal to God. Do you know how their friends will come and mock them? Do you know how their friends will come to scorn them? But yet, the Bible said they remain loyal even in the midst of it all. Glory be to the Lord. Glory be to the Lord. Now, number one, living where Satan dwells, this the city atmosphere was adverse to effective christian living so 
So those were the things that God saw. Those were the things that God saw in them. Living where Satan dwells. That is, the city atmosphere was adverse to effect Christian living. And yet, like, I, like we explained earlier, yet they never deny the name of Christ. Can we open to 2 Corinthians 4.4? 4? 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4. let us see what is there. That place is that place is talking about that the prince of this world has blindfolded the eyes. In whom the God of this world has blinded. Who minds the God of this age has blinded? Mm. Who do not believe? This the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. Who is the image of God should shine on them? You know, like, like I explained earlier, you know. Whom they do not believe, you know, the people that do not believe Christ, the king of the, I mean, the, the, the prince of this world has blindfolded their mind. And that was what happened to those people in that city. Like I will always say, when you see somebody that is committing sin, when you see somebody that is going in the wrong direction, it is not actually them. It is the work of the, it is Satan that is at work in their lives. And he has blindfolded their minds. And it's because they have come to know Christ. If they had come to know Christ, such people would not have been would not have been under the the the, the, the attack of the devil. Their mind wouldn't have been been blinded. Do we get that now? Amen. So you know that is one thing we should also hold to, to heart. They were loyal. They were loyal to to God. And another thing is holding on to Jesus even in the face of, the, of adversity and oppression. Like we also say, they head on to Christ. That we have also explained. Number three, faithful witnessing and martyrdom that is antipast let us read Luke 21 16 Luke 21 16 and let us see what Bible is saying there it's talking about how the the, the apostles were martyred for Christ you know they they, they, they they went through a lot you can read if you are there Yeah, some of us will be put to death, like they talked about this Antipas. Antipas was martyred. That is, he did not die naturally. His death was not natural death. He was martyred. Do you know many of martyred? You know, the, it was maybe like, like we had in the, in the case of Stephen. You understand? Like we had in the case of Peter. That was turned upside down. It was nailed to the cross and turned upside down. You know, you know, all of those people they suffered so so much. Like John, that wrote this letter we are that the Lord through him wrote this letter we are reading. Somebody that was thrown into 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 a drum of oil and was being cooked. You 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 know what all, what all of these things meant. 
He was martyred. Like we, if you if you read about uh, church, if you read about church, that the people that know so much about church history, they will always tell us what those fathers also went through. How you know if there, there is this book I read from from praise to, from prison to praise, from prison to praise. You understand? You know, you, you know when you when when I read that book, you see people that was that that that, that was beaten that. Where, you know they went through a lot all because they were they, they were preaching the gospel there was one i read somebody because he was pushing the gospel and they they, they made the boss full of tons mess in the bus and they put him in the bus and they covered him they, they, and they, they they closed the bus and he was there he could not bend down he could not move to the right, he could not move to the left, he could not move to the front, he could not move to the back. He was caged in, in the midst of thorns, in the midst of nails. There was no how he could move, and he was there just because he was just because he was pushing the gospel. Just because he was pushing the gospel. You you get it now. So, God, God help us. Thank God for, 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 for salvation. Thank God for Jesus coming to save us. You know, we, we appreciate God. You know, at times we may not be able to appreciate what Jesus did for us on the cross. If we will not, if, if we will not, uh, if, if, if we will not sit down, sit down to think about what he did. So we are moving to the weakness of the church. The church also, you know, you know, yeah, we also find that God was saying, but there is something I found about you that I also detest. Now, let us read Revelation 14 to 15. If you are there, you can read that. Revelation 2, 14 to 15. Why may I read? I open to Second Peter. But I have a few things against you because you have there. Fourteen and fifteen. You have there those who hold the doctrine of Bala, who taught Bala to put a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to give things sacrificed to idols and to mm. sexual immorality. Did you see that? Mm. Did you get it now? Mm. What I was trying to explain earlier, you know, it was in the book of Numbers, I think number 25 now, it was, you know, it, it came, time we fail us to read the whole of the story. But what he was trying to do, the man wanted to, the man wanted to give him so much money. The man wanted to give him so much goods. And because of those things, he wanted to go and cause the people that the Lord have not caused. He was unable to cause them. He now came back to say, come and I will tell you what to do. So in the book of Revelation now, we now saw what he actually told Balak. That he taught Balak how to make the children of Israelite to commit adultery. I mean to commit adultery, to, to fall into the heart of idolatry. Sorry, into the heart of idolatry. Let me read Second Peter. 2, 14 to 16. 
2 Peter 2, 14-16. Having eyes full of idolatry, and that, and that cannot cease from sin, and that cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls, and arts they have exercised with covetous, covetous practices, cause children, which has forsaken the right way, and are gone astray, following the way of Balaam, the son of Bosa, who loved the wages of unrighteousness, but was rebuked for his iniquity, the dumb ass, speaking with man's voice, forbade the madness of the prophets. Hmm. Glory. You, you remember the story? You know, this we were even taught in our, in our Sunday schools when we were small. That donkey that spoke. God did everything to put Balaam in order, but he would not listen. And the angel of the Lord appeared, and the, and the house, the donkey, was trying to escape, was trying to escape. But yet, Balaam did not understand. Being a prophet, he did not see. Because the Lord did not even open his eyes to see the angel. Because he already failed. And you know, the donkey, he turned his leg, crushed his leg to the wall. And he was so furious. And the Lord opened the mouth of a donkey. The Lord opened the mouth of a donkey to speak to a man. To speak to a man that, uh uh, Shebi, I am the same donkey you've been riding all this while. Will there not be a cause? But he still, you know, God, God was so faithful. But with all of that, he still went as far. As far as making the children of Israel, the children of Israelite to go astray, so that they can get those wages, he loved the wages of unrighteousness. Let, let us it will it won't be good. Let us go to Numbers twenty five, one and two. Numbers twenty five. You can open to First Corinthians fifteen thirty three. Why I read Numbers twenty five? Numbers twenty five. We will see what happened. Numbers 25, one, I will read 1 and 2. And in First Corinthians 15, 33. But let me take this first. And Israel abode in Shittim. And the people began to commit wodom with the daughters of Moab. Did you see that? That, is, that was what he told them. That was what he told them. That he, he, he now began to make the, 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 the children of Israelites to commit wodom with the daughters of Moab. And don't forget one the commandment God gave to the children of Israel that they should not marry from outside Israel. That they should not marry outside Israel. You, you get that now. Verse 2. And they called the people unto the sacrifice of their gods. Can you imagine? The people of God. The people of God, people that were supposed to bear the name of the Lord, were called to the sacrifices of their of, of, of unknown God. And the people did it and bowed down to their gods. But that was what 
the church as Pagamos refused to do. They refused to bow down for their empire. They refused to walk in the way of Balaam. You can read that place. Do not be deceived. Mm. Yes, even even company corrupt good habits. So we just need to to keep the right complaint so that we can maintain the mind of God and we can be the student of the word of God. Amen. Let's go to the second one. It says the second following the Nicolaite doctrine they primarily believe in Jesus but they still engage in idolatry and sexual immorality because they believe that knowledge has made them know it is the spirit that needs to be born again now I want to believe that not them, not all of them some of them actually at the end of the day went after the doctrine of of Nicolaitans, that is idolatry and sexual immorality. Do you know what happened here? Because now they believe that it is their soul that God that got born again, and now they can do whatever they like with their body, with their soul. That they are the one that owns their body, they own their soul, that they can do whatever they like. With their body, in as much their soul, I mean their spirit is being born again, and it was knowledge that brought them to this understanding. You understand? Because actually, in the whole in the Old Testament, man lost his position, and in that point, at that point, man was spiritually dead. So it was man was made up of. So I mean soul and body. So man was more of soul and body. Those but the moment Jesus came and that he died and resurrected, at that point, our soul got regenerated. Our soul got saved. So we are now alive back to God. You get it now. So now that they, they now have that understanding. That it is their soul. Forgetting that Bible now even says in the book of Romans 12 that renew that we should be renewing our mind every day. And how do we renew our mind? It is by reading the word of God, by praying. It is all of this put together that we help our mind to be able to focus. But they have now forgotten that if their mind were actually on God, there is no how they will go and commit adultery. But knowledge made them to feel that that it is their soul that got born again, which was actually correct sin. Jesus came and died for our sin. But that does not that does not connote that does that does not connote that does not connote that we can now do whatever we like with our body. We can we we do not we are not the one that own ourselves. We have been bought with with a price. We have been bought with the blood of Jesus Christ. We have been bought by the blood of Jesus Christ. So we do not own ourselves. God owns us. So He owns our spirit, He owns our body, and He owns our soul. Amen. Amen. We are about to hand up.
we are about to end up. So, but it will be good we read Galat Galatians 5.13. Let us read Galatians 5.13. So, some of them went after the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. Those ones that believe that it is your soul, I mean, it is your spirit that got born again and your body and soul can do whatever it likes. No, that is not Christianly. That is not what God is expecting from us. Galatians 5.13 Are you there? For brethren, if you have been called unto liberty, mm. only, use your, only, only use not liberty for an occasion of flesh, but love, mm. but by the love serve one another. Mm. We should not use our liberty to satisfy our flesh. I, I, I love that. What version is that? Okay, you know, so we should you help me use another version amplifier. For you, brethren, have been caught liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, mm. but true love serves one another. True love, sir. So, we should, you know, the, the, the high point of this verse is that we should not use the liberty we have gotten in Jesus Christ to serve our flesh. And we know, even here in our, in our days, do you also know that there are some that are still holding this doctrine? And they are the sets that says, once saved, forever saved. That their spirit has been saved and they can do whatever they like with their body. So, that is not what God is expecting from us. So God saw that as a weakness of the church. Now, as we land up, let us see this action plan and admonition. Revelation 2.16. Revelation 2.16. If you are there, you can quickly read for us. We should be rounding up now. Are you there? So as thou also them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which things are hate. Now, now, what is our take home? God is expecting us to repent. He said repentance. God is expecting us to repent. You know, for, for those people, God expects them to repent. Jesus was calling out for repentance. So he called them to repent and he's also calling us today to repent. If paraventure there is anything of such in us too. Because whether anybody believe it or not, whether we like it or not, Jesus is coming. And his coming is nearer than, is nearer than ever before. So we have to come to repentance and we should not be part of those people that are holding on to the doctrine of Nicolaitans. God expects us to repent from anywhere we might have gone astray. The Lord put his word on Balaam. Numbers 22. The Lord put his word on Balaam. The Lord, so you can open... Numbers 22, 31, and 32. The Lord will come with a sword against a compromised church. Hallelujah. Are you there? 22. 
Numbers 22. So, you know, just let us let us hold fast because Jesus is coming for a church that is without wrinkle, that is without spots and uh, spots. God is coming for a church that is without blemish. So, anyone that compromises before the return of Jesus or before the rapture, whichever way, such church, such church and such believer will not have his own parts in the kingdom of God. You can read. And the angel of the Lord said unto me, And the angel of the Lord said unto me, Why have you stopped your tongue this three times? Mm. You have come out to stand against you, because your way is perverse before me. Mm. Can you see that? The Lord said, I have come out against you because your way are perverse before me. May the Lord anger not be kindled on us in Jesus' name. Amen. When God come with his word, no man can stay. You see, somebody, I think Psalm 73, where David was, is it David? No, Asaph. He was saying, ah, oh God, See how the um, ungodly people, on the unbelievers, see how they are they are prospering, they are doing fine, they have everything, they 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 are me that I'm serving you, see how my life is. And the Lord took him into the temple to see. And the Lord began to open scriptures to him. And the Lord, the Lord began to open his eyes to things to come. And he saw it and he said, Ah, God, I am sorry. And because God, Bible made us to understand in that Psalm 73 that those people, they will have money, they will have everything, but everything will vanish within a twinkling of an eye. Are you in, in Psalm 73? No. Okay. But that, I believe it is Psalm 73. And, you know, he saw it. So whatever the people around us, whatever they may be enjoying today, whoever does not have Jesus, everything they possess, everything they possess is more as if they possess nothing. Because Jesus is the end of everything. Jesus is the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father except Jesus. So no matter what goes on, goes on around us, we need not to compromise. We need not to compromise. Jesus is beckoning on us to hold fast to our faith. May the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. I pray that God will have His way in our lives and He will keep us to His coming, that we will not go astray. We will not follow the doctrines that we have not been taught. We will not go after the doctrines that, you know, I don't think any doctrine should just come up now and we now want to follow with everything we have learned. God will help us. He will give us grace to stand. Grace to stand in the name of Jesus. We live in a fallen world where Satan has his throne. Only those who hold on to their faith in the face of worldly enticements and refuse to compromise will ultimately overcome and to the overcomers in this dark and godless time the lord has promised eden manna and a white stone do you also see that 
they say for whoever we hold on to the very end he said he will he will give them manna he even said he will give them a wise stone and a name will be written on that stone that no one understands hallelujah so we have a lot of things to gain when we make heaven when we when we wait till till the end of the days till the end of the time we have a lot to stand to we have a lot to gain no like 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 pastor was explaining to me on thursday he was saying in mark chapter 10 you know is it mark chapter 10 now where 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 peter asked jesus we have left everything. We are following you. What will be our gain at the end of the day? And Jesus told them that for everyone that have left brothers, that have left sisters, that have left houses, that have left families, he said they are going to have everything in hundred folds. Not only here on this earth, also they will have eternal life. So if we will continue to walk in the ways of the Lord. We have double portion of blessings. Double portion of God's blessings. That means we will be blessed here on earth. We will also have eternal life. And that's why the book of Matthew says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and every other thing will be added to it. Every, every. Mention the things that is needed for man, that, that a man needs in his life. Car, houses, children. What is it that a man needs? Everything is, 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 in, is, is included in everything. And every other thing will be added. To it, not just one thing, not just money, not just children. Everything will be added if only we will we, we'll seek the kingdom of God, and our heart will stay on God. We will be unmovable. We will be steadfast. This is what God is expecting from us. A lot will happen around us. A lot is already happening. A lot will still happen. A lot of doctrine will still spring forth. A lot of things will still be said. A lot of false prophets will still arise. And that is why the, the book of Matthew in chapter 24, and he was saying, even the so-called elects will be, will be deceived. They will say, here is Jesus, there is Jesus. And that is what is happening. Everybody is going everywhere, seeking miracles, seeking prophets that will tell them the, 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 the issues of their life, forgetting about Jesus, forgetting the creator of heaven and earth, who can, who, who can make us to, to become whatever we want to become in life. I read something on the social media this evening as we round up. There is one Christian music, uh, there is one music gospel who... Who said another song, another person that is singing also called, just sent him a message that he needs certain amount of money to, 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 to sponsor his music. And the guy now asked him that if you see $200,000, that what would you do differently? And the guy said, and the guy responded, he said, 
if he gets such huge amount of money that what is he now doing in music what is he now doing there the impulse from this story is that somebody now said that he has now learned how to depend on god that he has always been telling god that god you will be the one to announce me and the person now said something that got me thinking no i mean the person said that and that actually got me thinking he now said when david was in the wilderness singing praising god nobody was there and when it was time it was nobody that introduced david it was god himself that found david and introduced him to the king but why am i saying this is because whatever we may want to become in life if only we can do the will of god if only we can follow god he himself will come through for us and he will bring us out of our wilderness and he will announce our arrival what is it that we want to become that now do you know that many people that wants to become that wants to become big man of god big men of god they are going everywhere seeking powers many will not even mind to shed blood of human to get to where they are going to you know that these are part of the things we are seeing but here god is saying that we should hold on till the end that we should be steadfast we should be unmovable the rewarder is is coming the rewarder is coming and it is and is coming is nearer than ever before May the Lord bless his word in Jesus' name. Can we pray and talk to God? It is my heart cry. It is my heart cry this evening that we cry to God. I want us to begin to talk to God to help us.